uh, recently I was in Dallas, Texas. I heard with that. Anthem Strong Families, and I'm going to tell you what, man. They have the they put the red carpet out for me. It was a red carpet experience. I felt like I was John Travolta walking in a set of Saturday Night Live. That is frightening. <laughs> I mean, they really, they really, they, they Saturday Night Live me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it was awesome. It was great. They really honored. They they honored us, Kathy. Uh, Cosette really set the stage on what we have to do when people from other organizations come and visit us. You know, right. I, I know we, we, we put the red carpet right, out celebrate, there, yeah. but, but Cosette, she really knows how to really make a Mexican feel home in oh, Texas. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think that the next um, red carpet event should happen here at the Ridge Project Absolutely. office. And uh, everyone should come back again and we should do um, well, actually watch for this because we will be having our Tyro Summit again in the fall, uh, which we have as an annual Tyro Summit. And we talked about actually having, so this is uh, putting this out there for all of our partners. We talked about rotating the location of our Tyro Summit uh, so that we could include as many Tyros as possible. And so we've had the, the last two here at the Ridge Project office. And I'm, you know, we're thinking about. Well, I we wanted to tomorrow? say this out there. So if you guys got any feedback on this and help us, and I think together as a collaboration, as a really tight family, Tyro world thinkers, right? How do we get this type of event held in Hawaii? <laughs> right? I love it. So right? maybe, maybe not, maybe not our next one won't be Hawaii. It'll be the Ridge Project office or uh, we're looking for input from you guys. If you think, um, Cosette, if you're thinking that it sounds like a good idea to have it in Texas, or Anise, if you think it's a good idea to have it in Baltimore, or maybe Kathy, if you want to have it in New Orleans, or Camp David of the Ozarks um, down in Missouri. I'm just saying New Orleans. or New Orleans is kind of good there. For me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've never been to New Orleans. So. That sounds good. But you know what? It was really exciting that when I was in Dallas, Texas, I got to really listen to Cosette and her team's Heart. She has a powerful, powerful team who are not only wrapped around um, the, the vision of Tyro, but wrapped around the vision of, of Cosette and, mm -hmm. and what she brings to the table. And I'm really pumped and excited because one of the things that they, they, we talked about doing, what we're doing here, and I want to bring that out there because this is going to be, I, I think the word is exclusivity. No, how do you say that word? Exclusivity. Exclusivity. It's going to be exclusive. It's exclusive, yeah. exclusive, exclusive, Lucy. Exclusive. Right? <laughs> it's going to be exclusive. In other words, it's only going to be for the partners that are at this ground level mm -hmm. right now because we're moving forward with what is called Tyro Works. And this is taking Tyro into corporate and the private sector. And, and I had a great conversation with Anthem, and we're just we're still working on the, the business plan and, and how we're going to be selling it's this. It's not really the business plan. We're finalizing yeah. processes and procedures yeah, to thank be you. able to. Right, this because, is a franchise right. model, and we're actually going to be franchising um, Tyro Works with our partners. I mean, literally, just like if you were to go buy a McDonald's. And, and, and what that looks like and what that means and, and really the win-win for all of us. And this is really going to be powerful. In fact, uh, last yesterday we got another contract. We're really excited about to do yeah. Tyro Works in another company. Actually, the same company, but now to their upper management. So we're excited about that. So Tyro does work, and it changes the course and culture of a lot of companies. Right. So we're also excited. You'll hear a little bit from Tim. Uh, we're excited about the Tyro Rights of Passage program training that is coming up. We're super excited about that because we believe in a very holistic approach to stabilizing families. So we'll be back in a little bit um, to talk to you more about really how to really teach the each workshop individually and to do a re workshop review. So thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think I'm interested in hearing more about this Tyro Works too. So perhaps that'll come up again. So 
Um, right. So for my part, I've got uh, some training announcements and those sorts of things. So do you want to move that? Doc? Can we go up to that slide? All right. There we go. We've got. I don't have bifocals, and so sometimes I'm really at the disadvantage. Um, upcoming training. So we've got Tyra Wright's a passage training. That's the 23rd and the 24th of May. That's actually next week. And so, and it's not on our list, so I'm not quite sure how we did that. But in any case, I'm really excited about the Rites of Passage training. If you have any interest in that, it is on our site, and um, you'll be able to uh, sign up for that. That's going to be a webcast also. Uh, so we have some folks out there. We know uh, we've got some folks uh, in Utah who are going to be getting using Tyra Rites of Passage this summer. So totally excited about that. Can I, can I add something yeah, to that real absolutely. quick, Tim? Because T, T, Tyro ROP is really powerful because we're looking, if you're looking when you're serving mom and dad and you're serving dad and stuff, you know, there's, there's got to be something for the kids. How do you get them engaged? Well, this is what you do. When you're doing a holistic family approach, you bring them in and you teach them Tyro rites of passage. Something we're totally excited about. Yeah, bringing in rites of passage as a component of a holistic uh, approach to serving the entire family. So. Um, as far as Tyra Dads goes, we have uh, the next Tyra Dads training will be in November uh, the 14th and 15th. That's uh, here at the McClure campus, but that's anticipated as a webcast as well. So if you have folks you need to send, um, you can send them to our campus and, oh, and or you could uh, have them participate in a webcast. And before that, that's a Tyra Leadership. Then Tyra Leadership is on August 29th and the 30th. And again, that's here at the McClure campus, but it's going to be webcast as well. Tyra Jet's coming up on June 8th and 9th. And uh, that's available as a webcast as well. So if you have TyroJet folks uh, or people that you need to train in TyroJet, or if you want refreshers, uh, because you're beginning, I know, uh, in a couple of our projects here at the Ridge Project, uh, that uh, we're just beginning to use uh, TyroJet because we have uh, uh, enough folks who have gone through some of the other programs uh, that they're now ready for that, that curriculum. And so a refresher or uh, instructor training on June 8th and 9th, and that's also available on the website, Tyro365, go there, and you can sign right up for either the, the in-person class or the webcast. Um, couple in core communications, we have that June 6th and 7th training, so that's coming up quickly, and uh, that's going to be here in McClure. Uh, actually, all these trainings are scheduled for McClure, and so sep September 19th and 20th, and then also in October. So two fall dates that are available for core and couple communications. Look forward to seeing you there. Don't forget about Tyro Gear. That's available at tyro365.com. And we'll let you know that Tyro Times has the, the most recent or the, the newest edition. is coming out this Friday. So look for that on our website. And if you get the print version, um, that's also available to you. All right. Well, I'm running over. And so I'm going to kind of get us back on track. And um, I'll do that by introducing our esteemed guests. We're very, very grateful. Um, that Dr. Uh, Oyer has uh, had the opportunity in her schedule to come be with us today. Uh, Dr. Uh, Brenda Oyer is the Associate Director of Research and Data at the Ridge Project, and she is a Doctor of Education from Bowling Green State University. A lot more that could be said about Dr. Oyer, but I'm going to let her do her own talking, and we'll let her um, begin uh, her conversation on data tracking and reporting. Welcome very much, uh, Dr. Oyer. Thank you. All Brenda. right. Thank you, Tim. So. Uh, I am Dr. Brenda Oyer, and I have confession, I love data. And, <laughs> and so uh, I, I actually really, really love talking about data and the uses of data. And uh, so before, so I'm going to just uh, give a really broad, broad overview of uh, some things to be thinking about uh, for grant reporting and then getting into the weeds a little bit with uh, specifically looking at pre-post um, surveys and how, how how to look at the data 
um, that you, you gather from pre-post surveys. Um, but first, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, why collect data? And this is maybe a little bit uh, data 101, so it might be a little elementary for some of you. I'm not sure, you know, what all of your background is. So just, just a real quick introduction is um, three, three major reasons to collect data. Um, one is for grant reporting, because you have to. Um, and so uh, it's really important uh, that you are aware of what your grant requirements are. It's really important to know what your logic model says in terms of what you're going to be going to be tracking um, and uh, what you have to report on. So that's one major reason for, for data. But also a really important reason for collecting and tracking data is so that uh, you can make a strong case for the effectiveness of Tyro. And that was going to help you uh, make a strong case for, for grant opportunities, whether they're federal grants, whether they're state grants, whether they're uh, foundation grants. If you don't have if if we don't have data, we can we can make the case as strong as we want. You know we've have all we have all this experience. We've seen it ourselves. We've seen the results. We know that this works. But if we can't provide data, um, the people who are who are making the decisions about who's going to get the funding um, are not going to just listen to our stories and our convincing arguments. They want to see data. And the third thing is um, just internally so that your organization can look at what's working and what needs improvement um, in terms of quality, con continuous quality improvement. And so those are three really important reasons to collect data and, and hopefully, hopefully you 